Steven Zone is a podcast that talks about anything from travel, food, people, and just everything else that's happening around you. So no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, and no matter what you're listening with, this is for you. And it starts right now. This week's episode is very exciting for me as well and all of you and all of us. And it's all about what is the importance of reading. And to give us our, or to give us her insights and uh, share her experiences when it comes to reading, may you please help me welcome our guest for today. It is, uh, she's the owner of My Compounding Habit. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Rashida. Hi, Rashida. Hi, Steven. How are you today? I'm doing good. You? I'm doing good too. And before we start, I would like to thank you again for being here with us and um, guesting here at Steven's Zone. Uh, thank you for the opportunity as well. This is my first time to be interviewed on a bad podcast and I'm so excited. And we are very much more excited. <laughs> Um, Shida, can you give an introduction to yourself? Um, introduce yourself to our listeners. Mm, sure. Um, I'm currently an overseas Filipino worker here in Singapore um, mm-hmm. for two years now. And I'm on, on non-related to, to reading, I'm working as a um, QA analyst here. So... Mm-hmm. Even in the Philippines, that's my uh, my job as well. And in regards to reading, um, I've been reading, I think, since high school days. Wow. So, yeah, <laughs> that long. <laughs> and before, I was just um, reading, you know, um, because before we don't have Google, we don't have internet. I so, agree. Yeah, so what we do is we have this encyclopedias, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what your parents um internet on their mm-hmm. times. That is true. Yeah. So what I do is like I, I I read on those encyclopedias. Like that's the time that oh there's a, a bird named albatross from eight mm-hmm. days or so, something mm-hmm. like that. So it was my pastime. Oh, uh, that is that is good. Yeah, but um, it was easier, I think, um, because um, on those days, we don't have TV series, we don't mm-hmm. have um, social media. So it was easier, I think, um, mm-hmm. on those days. Yeah. And it's a great um, way to pass your time mm-hmm. at the made you love reading as a personal interest? Mm-hmm. Actually, um, before, um, in high school, I'm reading as a form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, I'm reading like romantic novels, romantic comedies, um, crime novels, and then you have those books of um, Paulo Coelho. So, I, oh. I started on those um, genres. Mm-hmm. And then, I later on switched to personal development um, type of books so mostly self-help books oh and what I love about them is that once you um, read 
um, really good books. You can easily apply it to your daily life, and mm-hmm. you can actually Im- improve your self-esteem, your habits, and the way you um, reach out to other people as well. That that is beautiful. Um, if I could add to that, Chida, I think it is very important to read such uh, self-help books because in life we. We don't really... Well, actually, we can live our lives based on our own personal experiences. But reading more about other people's experiences could even help us make our lives better. To have a better experience in our lives and not just live it the way we know it ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes you think that you're the only person who's experiencing like um, that that bad situation. But you never know like those... this author is actually are really good and sometimes this really good books came from um really bad situations that mm-hmm. they're just sharing to all of us. I agree and it feels really good to know that you're not alone on such situations, right? Mm, yes, true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that being said, Shida, uh, you have uh, experienced different kinds of books, different kinds of genres, but what can you remember is the first book that you have read? Honestly, I can't remember the first book that I have read, but I remember the first book that made an impact to me personally. And mm-hmm. um, before, um, when I was in high school, I really don't have or I have limited access to internet, so I can't Google what is the top five books a day or something mm-hmm. like that. So what I usually do or did back then was I would. Um, look for books on our library and look at the library cards at the back of the books mm-hmm. and see if there's a lot of people who borrowed that book, oh. that particular book. Because that's the only way that I can say, oh, a lot of people um, borrowed this book. Maybe, Good idea. Yeah, maybe um, they're enjoying this much and they're sharing it to um, their friends, something like that. And one of the books that I um, got based on that filtering is the book um, Anne Frank, The Diary of a Young Girl. Oh my God, I like that. I love it's that. It's so good, right? <laughs> it is, it is. And to be honest with you, um, I have always, I'm a lover of different places and different cultures. Mm-hmm. And um, when I finally had the chance to be able to visit uh, Amsterdam, the first thing oh that I God. did, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the first thing that I did was look for Anne Frank's book because I've heard about it but I haven't read about it so I did read it and it touched me so much that when I went there and finally saw the house the Anne Frank house which was which is now a museum mm-hmm. um, it's it's a priceless experience because going to a place um, and seeing the beautiful sights is one thing but learning stories behind that city or that country and in this case uh, Anne Frank's history um, just gives out more reason and more meaning to whatever travel that I do so I'm very much with you in that and even if I've read it when I was already 29 it still created a big impact to me as a person Yes, even if it's on uh, the point of view of a teenager, right? <laughs> I agree. And Sheila, I'm sure you would agree with me as well that even if she was a teenager, her outlook in life, especially in captivity, is so much more beyond her years. 
Mm, yes. So I'm I'm jealous that you've been there. Uh, it's one of my bucket list. Actually, oh, you sure will. <laughs> you sure will be there, and you really should. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I was alone there, and at first I was I was kind of a little bit sad to be there in Amsterdam alone because my friend can't accompany me. She was at work in Paris, so I went there alone. But it was actually a good experience to be alone inside that house. I mean, there are other people inside the museum, but 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 I'm not really alone because I know Anne was with me reading about her diary. I know that she was with me on that moment. And I really appreciated much more that I am alone in there and it was an experience between me and her. And it's it's priceless. It's priceless. Now that you've mentioned, I really want to go now. <laughs> you should. You should. When this pandemic ends, make it your um, top on the list. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. <laughs> All right. Um, so... How about the last book you've read, uh, Rashida? What tell us about the last book and how do you find it? Um, the last book um, is "Daring Greatly" by Brene Brown, mm-hmm. who also, by the way, has an amazing podcast. Oh, um, so you can search her. Um, um, her book is all about vulner- vulnerability. Ooh. So it's a self-help book. But she doesn't want to to um, add it to self help because you actually need a lot of people um, for you to to improve yourself. You can't just rely on yourself wow. actually. And for um, her book, um, it's um, what it tackles is that you have to be vulnerable. Um, there are times that you need to be weak to be able to be strong. And wow. to actually verbalize your shame to make it go away. Like for example, if you're you said that you'll you'll be on a diet for for like this year, that's mm-hmm. your your mantra for this year. I'll eat healthy. Um, but then you 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 slip out and you you actually um did not eat any healthy thing. So mm-hmm. what you can do is actually just say it out loud. I'm I'm actually failing on this and. That would actually make it go away, and mm-hmm. it will make you more um, accountable to yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and also, she mentioned that because she's a, a parent, and she she mentioned about being confident and being strong, and that will actually be imitated by your children. Mm-hmm. So. Because they said children are never good listeners; they're just good imitators. Mm-hmm. So, so they just follow what they see, not what they hear. So that's beautiful. Um, for the sake of our listeners, and again, and also for me, could you repeat the title and the author? Sure, it's "Daring Greatly" by Brene Brown. "Daring Greatly" by Brene Brown. Yes, we would have to look for that. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um. You have, as as you shared your first and your latest book, we have seen um, the journey that you had with different genres uh, when it comes to reading. Um, but when it comes to something that engages you so much in reading, what is that genre that gives you so much energy whenever you read about or when you read a book under that genre? What genre it is? Um, all about habits. 
So okay. yeah, if it's all about habits, um, I'm into it. I, it it makes me excited to read about it because I'm the person who who, who makes lists who who like wow the, very the, organized. Yes, yeah, so I I love my check check boxes. I have to check it every time. So um, if it's habits, I'm I'm into that. Um, also, if um, for nonfiction. I'm a big Harry Potter fan as well. Same, same, <laughs> <Yeah>. same. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I so if it's uh, that's my, I can reread it anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so I think Harry Potter is more on children literature mm-hmm. genre. So um, also Maze Runner series, I, I loved as well. Oh, I haven't read that yet. Yeah, it's it's so good also. Wow, wow. But when it comes to um, genres that make you feel a little bit bored, I know uh, book lovers never get bored actually when it comes to any types of books. But when we talk about the one that least engages you when you read, or is there a genre that makes it challenging for you to finish that book? Actually, there. I remembered one book. Um, it's the Game <laughs> of Thrones book. Oh yes, yes. yes. Actually, uh, I love the series. I, I love mm-hmm. it so much, but I can't finish the book. Really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I found it boring and very slow pace compared to the series. That is right. That is right. And um, that being uh, discussed right now, Shida, um, do you think that everybody should finish? A book. I mean, um, sometimes in the middle of some reading that we do, um, we just find it too boring and too unengaging. Do you think it's bad if we don't finish a book or two books? Something like that? If you ask me that question maybe before the pandemic, I, mm-hmm. I'd say that you have you definitely have to finish each, um, each book. Mm-hmm. But during pandemic, I, I realized that you don't have to. Um, me personally, if I still doesn't like the book and I'm already five chapters on it, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna finish it and I'm gonna proceed to the next book because um, the most valuable possession that we have right now is time. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not getting any or if you're not connecting to the book, and might as well proceed to the next one and maybe it will save you time and you can connect better on the next book. I would have to agree with you on that because me personally, I had experience wherein I had this rule because as I said earlier, I'm not a very big reader, but uh, I try. I try my best. But there came a time that there was a book that really bored me a lot. And as you said, I didn't feel any connection to it. But then I had this uh, mini rule in my life that I can't read another one without finishing the the other one but then i realized why bother finish it if it it actually uh creates a challenge for you to move on and move further to a better book so i i would agree with you that um just in just you when you don't feel like you're connecting to it then just move on to the next one just as long as you don't do it all the time like for example oh i don't like this i'll get this other one oh i don't like it again just as long as you, as you said, you tried a few more chapters and if it really doesn't give you that spark, mm-hmm. then move on, right? Yes, I agree. And actually, that's 
Um, one of the reason I think is because the ratings are all over the internet right now. So mm-hmm. if you see that, oh, this book has a five star rating, or it's the New York best time, um, new best time seller um, mm-hmm. or book, it sometimes gives you the um, thinking that you have to finish this book because everybody loves it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's a, a double-edged sword because you're actually not just um, wasting um, your valuable time, but also um, you're spending a lot of money on books that you're not really enjoying, right? That is true. That is true. So it really is a big help nowadays to have, as you said earlier, um, the importance of the internet. When it comes to not just reading ratings, but at the same time reviews, mm-hmm. whether it would uh, possibly engage you when you buy that book or not, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Rashida, before you got into reading, uh, what are some of the challenges that you encountered that hindered you to read more? And if there were challenges, how did you overcome it and be the big reader that you are today? Actually, um, the biggest challenge so far is this pandemic because oh, yes. um, it actually um, changes my habits. Mm-hmm. Um, before, I have this um, routine that when I go to work, which is around um, one hour travel time, I'm reading on my on my way to, to work. So that's, mm-hmm. that's so one hour going to office and one hour reading again going back home. Okay. So now that it's pandemic and I'm working from home, so I, I lost that time. Mm-hmm. And personally, uh, honestly, I'm I'm struggling as well to read um, daily. But mm-hmm. I have to to like it's a uh, it's another push. It wasn't as easy as before mm-hmm. um, because everything is on one click, like um, the. TV series are there, your Facebook yes. are there, Instagram are there. Mm-hmm. So I am not exempted. So, so <laughs> everything is on on one click. So you just have to to make time. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, it helps if in 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 the morning you read in the morning so that you're not yet distracted with with work, with mm-hmm. a lot of messages, notifications, mm-hmm. and also at night so that you can calm your nerves and. Um, get ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And this strongly talks about what you said earlier about the importance of habits, right? Because if you set up a specific hour in the morning and a specific hour in the evening, then you would always have the time to shut down everything and just connect with you and your book. Mm-hmm. That would be a good way to to promote that habit into reading. Mm-hmm. I yes, like it. I- yeah, you have to to make time actually if you want to to build the habit. It won't be easy at first, but mm-hmm. it will definitely um pay off in the long run. Mm-hmm. I I would definitely do that, Rashida. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like to have this habit of reading, and I know there's no age when it comes to reading. I'm I might start a little late because I'm already in my thirties, but I'm sure there's. There's so much more time as as much as we can get when it comes to learning more information rather than just watching it, but mm-hmm. rather read about it, right? Mm, yes, sure. 
in this age, Rashida, do you still enjoy reading books in paper? Or are you somebody who switched to e-books already entirely? Not entirely. I still prefer um, the paper or the actual books. Mm-hmm. Because I, I like the smell. I like writing on Same. them. Same. I like highlighting them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? What's funny about highlighting books in, in my own experience? I love highlighting books, but then I realize that I've been highlighting almost all of the words. <laughs> if, because I find it every oh, this is important. I have to highlight this. Oh, this is nice. I have to highlight this. And then I realize, oh, everything is important because I have highlighted the whole page. <laughs> but yeah, I agree because there's something about having this feel to it and at the same time I don't know if it's just me Rashida but my eyes are having a hard time when I'm reading on a screen rather than reading it on paper right mm-hmm. actually um, Kindle is very good on mm-hmm. um, during night reading so okay. they have their their light is adjusted um, based on on actual books so it actually oh, nice. looks like a, a, a book so mm-hmm. I, I what I like about Kindle is is that it's very portable so it's for me here in Singapore we have very limited space so I mm-hmm. cannot actually like buy a lot of physical books oh so, yes, yes. so I sometimes when I'm trying new authors um, I will just buy the, the ebook and which is sometimes not a good idea because what if I really like the book then I'd buy the physical one that is true that is true <laughs> but then Arashida I'm not really familiar very very much from familiar when it comes to ebooks are the prices of the ebooks the same price as the physical ones usually uh, they're sometimes cheaper Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sometimes yeah. cheaper. Yeah. I guess it's a it's a way of promoting a paperless environment, right? Mm, yes, and and since we're on the on the um, discussion of price of books, mm-hmm. um, I encourage everyone to to not buy the pirated copies or mm-hmm. like because uh, you real which I'm guilty also. I've been mm-hmm. there. I mm-hmm. I bought I I shared I downloaded lots of them. But then I realized, um, me, myself, if I'm trying to post something on Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time to to think for a caption, just a one mm-hmm. It's so that hard. That is true. Right? That is true. How much more for our authors who are, like, writing a whole book, like a series mm-hmm. of books. So it's really hard. So it's a way of supporting our authors for the book industry to still continue growing also. I agree. Especially, imagine a Harry Potter series. It's not just a simple story. It's a it's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't think that um, getting or stealing it from a pirated source could actually make you feel better while reading it because mm-hmm. at the same time, um, the person or the the brain that imagine that world needs to be um, compensated, right? Yes. And they took a lot of months, maybe years on writing. Years. I agree. That is true. That is true. Um, But what are the advantages when it comes to paper books, Rashida, rather than e-books? 
Um, paper books you can write on them. I I love mm-hmm. writing on them. And then paper books is something that you can um lend to your mm-hmm. friend or to your family. If I really love a book, I'd share it and then I'll let them borrow it. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to to ebooks, um, for ebooks it's very portable. If you're traveling and you can't mm-hmm. decide what book to bring, um, you just bring your ebook. You have. Hundreds or maybe thousands of choices mm-hmm. there. So yeah, and if you That have limited true. space like mine, you can start from um, ebooks. Mm-hmm. And if you really, 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 really want a copy, then that would be the time to get that paper book, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Rashida, how about covering books? Because me, I am very guilty of, um. Well, personally, I really like uh, reading a book with a plastic cover on it. I'm not <laughs> sure it, if it's because of the Filipino in us. But I really enjoy and feel comfortable reading a book with a plastic cover in it so that it won't... Uh, it would last a little bit longer um, so that I can, at the same... As, as you said earlier, so that I can share it someday with a friend or somebody who wants to read it. Or, at the, or even for myself, when years pass and I want to reread that book, then I I would really like it to be covered. But how about you personally? Do you cover your books? Yes, I, I cover them also. Maybe <laughs> it's the tradition of our parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. You said it. You said it perfectly. What do you think is the importance of covering the books for the sake of those people that are very skeptical when it comes to why are you even covering it? Um, maybe because a lot of my books are actually not hardbound also. So they they need a bit of um, more care than mm-hmm. those hardbound books. So, but yeah, same reason as you. I'm covering them for the purpose that if I want to share it to maybe for my future kids, mm-hmm. um, they can somehow still use it. And mm-hmm. yeah, just just to make their lives a little bit longer, I hope. That is true. That is true. And to be honest, uh, I'm sure you think the same. Books are very good heirlooms, right? Um, mm-hmm. in, in Tagalog, like the pamana, the pa- pamana culture, it's a very good heirloom that we can leave to our family. Especially if it's dated back a lot of years ago. Well, I'm sure you know about book sale, right? Mm-hmm. Book sale in here in the Philippines. Um, a thrift store when it comes to books for our listeners outside the Philippines. Um, whenever I visit book sale and there is something written on it, like a sentimental note from from the past owner, and you would just realize that it is from 1950s or 1940s. It gives a lot of uh, priceless feeling to it. Mm-hmm. So, if you want that feeling to be passed on to the next owner of the book that you're having then cover it and do yourself uh do your best to protect those um prized books that we have Mm -hmm. actually i remember um a book that i bought uh secondhand here in singapore Mm -hmm. and um they use uh, a picture of their dog who passed away as a bookmark oh. and then oh. I, I noticed it when I was starting to to read the book and then I immediately messaged her and I said hey um this picture is still on, on the book uh, and I actually sent it the, the picture of her dog and she's very happy <laughs> oh that is so nice of you so she has like a contact uh, detail on that book 
in the um carousel no in the carousel I oh in the carousel yeah. oh that's so nice that's so nice and I'm sure it's it's something that she already mm, yeah so you never <laughs> know what story has been buying um secondhand books so. secondhand books yeah. that is right that is right bookmarks pictures and sometimes even letters right yes personal letters Um, how about you, Rashida? When you buy your books, you said earlier that you write on them. What do you usually write on your paper books? Um, my my insights on on what um they're currently um discussing on how I think I should apply it to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, usually what I do is I'm highlighting first, and if and once I've um highlighted those good parts. Um, I'm gonna mention um, what's good on this. How can I apply it on myself? And or if I don't like that part, what's not so good on this part, or how mm-hmm. I can improve this this line or something like that. That's good. That's good because in a way, books are there for us to at the same time not just read it once, but even to do a review of it. So mm-hmm. in time, those um, markings that you do, those writings that you do, could actually help you. In rekindling whatever lesson that you have learned in that specific chapter on the or on that specific page, mm-hmm. and at, and if I may say, Rashida, um, I really admire you reading or immersing yourself on self-help books because um, one one trait that I can um, assume should I say assume of people reading self-help books is that they are honest to themselves that they need to learn more. That they are, uh, that these people who read self-help books are, how I I'm not sure of what is the best word to say it, but um, these people or people like you are vulnerable, just as mm-hmm. you said earlier from the book that you have read, that you are vulnerable, that you are lacking, and that you are doing your best to fill in those gaps that you needed more so that you can have a better life and. For you to be a better person, not just for yourself, but for other people that depend on. So mm-hmm. very good, very good. Yeah, I like you. that so much. I like that so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So from covering books and now I'm I'm creating statements. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As we all know, it's a no-brainer that whenever we read books, we need to get information. We need to learn more. We need to entertain ourselves, and it's usually about uh, gathering information from that book itself. But aside from learning, aside from uh, acquiring those lessons and information, what do you think are other skills that a person can get from having a habit of reading? Um, aside from yeah. The skills and ha- habits that you'll you'll definitely get from from reading and also entertainment, but um, what I was surprised and also um, I just recently um, found out is that you can actually gain new friends or con- community community through reading. Mm-hmm. So we have um, book clubs around the world because you can reach out to other um, people just because you like the same book. Or just mm-hmm. because they like your comment, so I just recently started my um, page, which is my compounding habit, and then mm-hmm. I'm surprised 
how you can um, talk to another side of the world just because they are reading the same book. So you'll you'll gain new relationship, new friends. That so, is true. so it's it's really um, very surprising what technology can do now. So mm-hmm. we should we should all just take a grab of it and use it for for good. Mm-hmm. Um, for for the sake of our listeners, um, we always I'm sure every one of us one way or another have heard of the term book club that you have said earlier. Um, can you explain further what is a book club? Sure. Um, actually, it it depends on. Um, your book club. Sometimes a book club is reading the same book um, mm-hmm. every month, and then you'll meet up maybe end of month or maybe end of one or one and a half month, depending on how fast um, the members read. And then you'll share what you think about the book, what you like mm-hmm. about the book, what you hate about it, what reading or what rating, sorry, that you will give to the book. And then um, another member will, um, for the, the following month, will suggest new book for the group to read. So it's like a, a rotation. You'll try different books. And actually, different genres can be part of the book club. Or you can also mm-hmm. stick to a single genre. Have a specific one. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And at the same time, having this, these clubs... Um, as you said earlier, it would gain you friends, but but not just simple friends, but but actually friends who have the same interests, not just in general reading, but have the same interest on a specific genre that you can all share together. Like, for example, this person hasn't read something that you have already read that you think, knowing that new friend of yours would enjoy then a book club would actually be very helpful in creating this habit and at the same time building a repertoire of of books that they have already read based on your recommendations. Yeah, exactly. Um, well said on that, Stephen. Because it's like Harry Potter, right? <laughs> Once you know someone who likes it, what? You're Gryffindor? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, okay. yes. <laughs> it's so easy to true. connect. <laughs> That is true, and and read. I'm I'm I I don't know if you have read something about this on social media. That we people are born in the nineties. I'm sure you're born in the nineties. I think, um, we people born in the nineties or in the early two thousands, we have experienced the world of Harry Potter, and the the younger generations nowadays don't really understand that, and in in. To the point that they find it annoying. But then I realize they also have their own uh, small worlds that they are part of that we are not part mm-hmm. of. So um, having these book clubs or having these um, recommendations of books to read even beyond the generation that it belongs to could actually help them um, understand our culture at mm-hmm. um with the given that we are on the same uh, age group and also at the same time they could even um, be entertained or they could even um, be part of our world no matter if they are on another generation so book clubs they are they are very important and also at the same time it creates a culture of reading beyond what is on the stereotype beyond what is on an age range but it joins people based on um, the things that they love and that they are to love. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. True. Um, <laughs> the 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 new generation nowadays they have a totally maybe they're reading uh their own Harry Potter version. So we mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. We so don't know. It, I yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But Harry Potter is the best. I'm sure you would agree with <laughs> yes. that. I'm sure you would agree with that. And at the same time, um, there are theme parks, there are uh, mm-hmm. theater adaptations based from this Harry Potter world that people um, just appreciate so much. I mean, it can be a means of having this um, capitalistic practices wherein they create um, theme parks and make people pay expensively for it. But at the same time, you would understand the fans like us who would um, give their money and be robbed by those owners of Universal Studios and something like that. Because it 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 enters, it makes us enter to that world that was once just pages and letters, right? And it's a totally um, amazing experience to be part of that world that you have already been part of even from before as you read it so mm-hmm. yes um, now you're making me appreciate more <laughs> the, the the small list of books that I have already read and hopefully I could read more um, talking about Harry Potter uh, Rashida um, what can you say as a book fan or, or an avid reader when it comes to movie adaptations because I have been um, seeing a growing number of people who are readers that don't really like movie adaptations, not just for the quality of it, but for the very sense of making a movie version of a specific book. What are your thoughts and comments about that? Actually, I have nothing against movie adaptations. I still watch them, but... To be honest, I prefer reading those mm-hmm. movie adaptations first. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, you want to, to read the original first, right? Before watching it. So I do, I do. Yeah, so so also, um, I think because reading is not for everyone. Um, I, mm. I'm, I'm sure of that. So if we appreciate the book because we're, we're readers, we, we, we love reading... Um, maybe it's a chance for other people to appreciate the movie um, with, without reading. So maybe they, they can experience that and also for um, support of the authors as well. So if, mm-hmm. if we're getting the satisfaction through reading, maybe other people will get the satisfaction through watching. So yeah. Very well said. Very well said. It it comes to a mutual understanding mm-hmm. of if you like something and another person likes something, then it would be a win-win situation if we both understand each other. I love that. I love that. And one more question, Rashida, that I have just thought um, as we converse. Um, there are also people who... A book changed their lives. I mean, for not just for the better, but sometimes gave them a, a sense of realization when it comes. Um, is there a specific book that you would say have changed your life? And what book is it? Um, I I think about two books. Um, mm-hmm. one is Who Moved My Cheese. So Ooh. it's it's actually a very short book you can finish it in 
I think I think one or two hours. Um, the author is Dr. Spencer Johnson. Mm-hmm. So the book is all about adapting to change. So I, I think I read it when I'm on my way to Malaysia. So I finished oh. the I finished the the book in on one sitting. Wow. <laughs> Because it's it's really short, like really okay. yeah. So, and there are graphics there, and oh. and it 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 gives you an idea on how to deal with change in your work or in your life. And this was published like many years, like I think nineties already. Okay. Yeah, and I I really if if anyone um asked me to 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 like how do I start reading what book to read I, I this is one of the books that I can easily recommend mm-hmm. Rashida can you again say it uh, the name of the book and the author for the sake sure. of our listeners Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson I like yes. that and it's about change it's about yeah. change La- lovely lovely especially in times like this and the other book you said you had two um, the other one is Atomic Habits by James Clear. So it's a new book, I think, maybe last year or two years ago. Oh. So it's all about me ma- um making tiny small changes in your in your life to form new habits. So this book, um, actually James Clear, is the first newsletter that I have subscribed through in my email. That's how oh. much I, I love his work. Oh, that's nice. So, what he tackles about the books is you can easily form new habits. You just have to make them obvious, attractive, easy, mm-hmm. and satisfying. So, for example, you you want to um, work out the next day. What you mm-hmm. have to do is you buy new clothes that makes you feel good working out mm-hmm. <laughs> and then make it easy like um, maybe um, prepare your attire the night before, prepare everything, your shoes. Oh, that that's ex- that excites me whenever I travel, <laughs> preparing things. <laughs> yeah, right. And then on the other hand, if you want a bad habit to like go away, you can mm-hmm. make it unattractive, uneasy or like so not easy to do for example i've um watched this um show wherein mm-hmm. what he did is to make it really hard to watch tv on the evening he actually took out the remote control out of their bedroom oh so if it's 10 o'clock the remote control is out of the bedroom that's good that's good and actually i can relate to that rashida because um just a month ago i have this problem of um I mean, we are in the pandemic situation and we have a little bit more extra time because we don't have to travel to work and mm-hmm. going back home. So, usually whenever I arrive home because I work at the night shift. So, whenever I arrive home, at home, I um, I make use of the small amount of time that it is still dark so that I can get some good sleep while mm-hmm. it is still dark. But lately... Um, I find myself playing with my phone, checking on social media, videos and stuff like that until I find myself already with the sun on my eye and then I would 
get upset because I can't sleep anymore because mm-hmm. it's too bright already. And then I realize the culprit of my problem is actually my cell phone. So what I do is I I move my phone before I lay in bed on a place that is not reachable wherein I I have to walk and stand up and it actually worked Rashida mm-hmm. it actually worked um in preparing me to go to sleep easier and faster rather than the phone being reachable in my hand so that 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 is a good habit I would agree with that yeah actually I did the same thing on my on my phone for my <laughs> setting of alarm in the morning mm-hmm. so i move it far away from i can easily snooze yes. it or mm-hmm. stop the alarm if it's mm-hmm. it's if you place it somewhere you have to walk to reach it <laughs> but you're already awake you have no no choice <laughs> that is true that is true and at the same time walking towards the phone would even make you more awake mm-hmm. right So I agree. I agree. I like those little habits. I, li- I I'm learning a lot from you, not just from from reading, but also habits. I like that so much. And um, one more thing, uh, Rashida. I have um, how do I say this? How do I ask this? Um, I have encountered a few people in my life, not just friends, but also uh, netizens on social media about. Uh, avid readers who get annoyed with people who only read popular books. Like, for example, um, there would be a couple of people conversing about books, and then one would talk about books that are not so famous or not so popular, and then the other would tell them, oh, I love reading Harry Potter and uh, popular books, like something like, popular titles, something like that. And then the other person gets annoyed. Um, do you think it's it's something really annoying, or what what are your thoughts about such people? Um, I actually encountered um, some of them. Also, I I see not personally, right? but I see them on comments like, mm-hmm. "Why do you only read mainstream?" Mainstream, books? you you got the perfect term. Yeah, mainstream <laughs> books, but actually, actually, but well, that's the 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 books that are being fed by like. The internet, social media, mm-hmm. right? So, what can you actually expect from from those people that are actually Very reading true. only the the popular books? And for me, if I, I'll go back three or five five years um, ago, um, I'd actually just start reading the popular books because mm-hmm. if I I don't know where to start or I don't know who this new arising authors are. I'll just True. start first for this top um, books that I can find on Google. So, and mm-hmm. I think there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're not buying pirated copies or <laughs> you're not uh, like sabotaging other authors. I think that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I would agree with you on that. And I think rather than getting annoyed, why not recommend books, right? Mm-hmm. Recommend books that they really like. And at the same time, thinking about um, mainstream books, there is a reason why they are mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, and one of those reasons I I would think would be is that these books are actually good. Mm-hmm. So if they are good, then a lot of people would actually be reading them. So it's not the fault of those um, readers that read them that what they are reading is popular so mm-hmm. why not as a, as a more advanced reader why not just recommend things that you think this person would like 
just like as you said earlier on book clubs, the importance of book clubs. And even if you're not part of a book club, I'm sure you you would have uh, someone on your circle that uh, reads a lot. Then if you're that person who reads a lot, why not recommend things that you think that your friend would enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Rashida, um, one last question before we end this. Why should we read, Rashida? Mm, actually, um, I know that reading, as, as I said, is not for everyone. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I, for my personal opinion, I think um, everyone should at least try to read. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's actually a very good habit once you build it in your routine. And you will learn uh, a lot, not just from other people, but to yourself also. You'll 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 understand yourself better. You'll understand how you think or what you why you think that way, or mm-hmm. how you can improve yourself also. And if you're not into reading, um, there's a lot of new things to try now. You have audio books. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I don't like it because. Mm-hmm. I still like reading and flipping the pages. And That's true. When when I tried it the first time a couple of years ago, it it felt monotone for me. But <laughs> then I listened I listened recently and somehow it improved. So that's mm-hmm. good. So you can try audiobook and then we have now we have like the summarized type of books like in Blinkless. You can just um Select a book and then they will give you a summary of what's oh. in the book. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you don't want to, to read the whole book, that's fine also. And I guess I'm not trying to influence everyone to read, but to learn actually. So there I are love a, that. a lot of ways to learn. There are documentaries. You can actually converse with a lot of people and it's a great way of learning you personally Stephen I've learned a lot mm-hmm. from you so I oh. do this conversation so yeah uh, let's try to, to learn and not just to reading to different um, different um, tools that we have right now oh Shida you left me speechless that is so <laughs> beautiful not read as you said reading is not for everyone but everyone can learn so you just have to find your perfect medium what would make you learn but at the same time you said earlier at least try at least yes. try reading i love it so much rashida i've learned so much i've learned so much and i can't wait to start my next book because i just finished my last one um to share the last book that i read is a history book it's empress dowager chishi it's about the empress of china that launched the modern day China that we know right now. And the next book that I'm uh, planning to read is A History of Thailand. So as you can see <laughs> from my mm-hmm. titles, I love history so much. How about you, Rashida? What are you reading at the moment? At the moment, I'm reading on um, twelve habits of or 7 Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, beautiful. So, it's actually a classic. Um, So, um, it's been there and there are a lot of um, versions of it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a thick book actually. Ooh, 
Nice, nice. And just as you said after our conversation later, I would be looking for who moved my cheese? Is it some is it correct? Yes. Who moved my cheese? I would look for that. I would look for that. All right. And um do you have anything to promote to our listeners, Rashida, before we leave? Yes, I'd like to promote my humble page, my my, my compounding habit. So mm-hmm. it's all about habits. Usually, you'll see my posts about books or sometimes about running. Oh, so, nice! So yeah, so just follow that page, and hopefully soon I'll be launching a a book club on that page. Ooh. So if you're interested, um, you can just easily message the page. You'll find me there. I already <laughs> followed it and. A book club sounds beautiful. It sounds beautiful. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rashida. And more power to my compounding habit. And thank again, thank you so much. And aside from you, I would like to thank our friend Zara. Yes. Who led me <laughs> to you. <laughs> and um, I really thank her for having a very big circle of friends. Mm-hmm. that she really cares about well both of us included to that and i'm really thankful for you for accepting my invite to be on this podcast because i have learned so much about reading and our our listeners surely did as well so thank you very much rashida Thank you, Stephen, for having me. It was uh, a very good um, session with you. So, yeah, (laughs) thank you. All right. My pleasure. My pleasure. And thank you again so much. And you take care there in Singapore, okay? You too. Thank you. All right. Bye, Rashida. Thank you so much. Bye. That statement from Sheeta really struck me. That we should give reading a try, but not confine ourselves to it and explore other avenues to learning. Reading is not for everyone, but learning is. No matter if it's through audiobooks or documentaries or even TV series, what makes you a better person will make you a better person. Thank you so much, Sheeta. And I encourage our listeners to follow her page on Facebook, My Compounding Habits, and let Sheeta help you on your habits to reading and beyond. Let me give you today's quote, and this one is from Anna Quindlin. Books are the plane, and the train, and the road. They are the destination, and the journey. They are home. I hope you enjoyed this episode and looking forward to having you again on the next. I am Stevenson Q., Make sure to follow Steven Zone here on Spotify so you won't miss out on any of our episodes. Stay safe, stay strong.